Here we are again, another episode of Between the Fur. I'm a professional mascot, and I'm interviewing other professional mascots. But you know what? Today, I've got a professional mascot's assistant, super assistant Dominic from Houston. What's up? He he assists the Rockets mascot, Clutch, and he's been doing it for a while. Let's, Let's cue the intro. Welcome to another edition of Between the Fur. I'm your host, Ken, and it's Mascot Talk. Between the Fur. Hey, thanks, Ken. Uh, glad to be part of the show. Excited. Yeah, man. So glad to have you here. And so glad to have you on uh, Between the Fur with me. Love talking to you. And if anybody knows Dominic, they know that he is a, uh, a ball of fire. He's a, he's a ball of energy. <laughs> Literally a ball of energy. I'm a ball of, I'm a ball of something, but uh, you have to figure that out. That's right. That's right. So, Dominic, how you yes, been, sir. man? I've been good. I'm at home good. right now. Off. You're at home right now, and you're off. I love it. Yep, yep, yep. The joys of, of working for a professional NBA team, huh? Yeah, correct. Making your schedule and uh, making, stuff, making sure things get done. That's right. That's right. Well, we've worked together a lot, Dominic and I. We have done all-star games. We've done uh, international trips together. We've done some uh, together in the States here. I've been, yep. yep, yep, I've been invited down to work with Clutch. And all good times, man. The reason why I have you on today, Dominic, is because you see the other side. You work with. Some, you're not behind the mask, but however, you have been. Yeah. I've been behind the fur. <laughs> You've been behind the fur. <laughs> behind the scenes with the guy in the costume. Yep. You also do some performing yourself, though, right? Uh, I do. I'm kind of a sidekick character, straight guy. The guy who the jokes are played on, takes the cake, uh, whatever it takes to get a laugh and uh, entertain the fans, entertain the, uh, the kids, whatever it is. Nice. How did you get started? So, uh, actually, this month makes 18 years for me. 18 years with the Houston Rockets. God, are uh, kidding me? No, I started, I remember it very vividly. Uh, I started in uh, 2001, February 12th. February 11th. 11th, 12th. 2001. Um, yeah. It was the old uh, who you know kind of thing. Right place at the right time. The The gentleman by the name of John Leach, who is now the Game Ops Director for the Oklahoma City Thunders. Uh, him and I used to work together here in Houston in radio uh, at The Buzz. And I, I literally just reached out to him one day and asked him if the Rockets were hiring. And lo and behold, they actually were uh, at the time. And uh, a funny story on that, I he said, you need to come up here to the office and fill out an application. And I said, sure, I will. The day I went up there, they called him to come up front to meet me, filled out the application, and uh, turned everything in. And right about the time, uh, John uh, John Leach had asked me if I had a chance to meet uh, Robert, uh, a.k.a. the first clutch for the Houston Rockets. I had told him I had not, so he went to the back looking for him. And right about that time, here comes this guy through the front lobby where I was sitting with a black with a backpack on, blue hair, spiked up, blue hair, walking through the lobby, 
And to myself, I remember saying, that guy's got blue hair <laughs> as I'm filling <laughs> out my application. And, you know, what, 15 years later, we were working together. <laughs> 18 years, we – and uh, it's, it's, it's been a joy. It's been a, uh, a fun ride, you know, uh, with the Rockets and uh, meeting all – all the guys in the NBA and actually even uh, other mascots from the, around the league, NBL, NFL, you name it. So it's been good. It's been good. So, I, you know, after, you know, you, we pretty much lived and breathed the same air and, you know, early mornings and late nights. So, you know, there were a couple of part-timers, but yeah. I've been handler, uh, assistant, uh, you name it, bodyguard, babysitter, jack of all trades, master of none. That's me. Uh, yeah, babysitter stands out to me. Yep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds great, man. I'll tell you what. Dominic has uh, really taken this job and run with it. He's even helping with the All-Star Games now. And yes. yep, they're really relying on him as somebody that knows the business, knows behind the scenes, knows how to work with mascots. And knows how to work with the NBA and kind of liaison a little bit and, like you said, babysit. So it's really a good thing for us as mascots uh, to have someone like Dominic in between uh, management and, you know, league officials and things like that. Now, Dominic, tell me about uh, working with Robert a little bit. So what are some of the, what are some of the highlights? Uh, you know, the highlights is being how, how, uh, how passionate how passionate and how much fun he likes having and, 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 you know, while he was clutch the bear, um, learned a lot, uh, learned quickly on about not being staged from when you get thrown into a situation where you have an auditorium of 500 screaming kids and you got to do a school show. Well, you learn very quickly. Uh, <laughs> here comes, here comes those courses of uh, speech. Uh, but, uh, you know, knowing how to, speak to the kids, engage, keep them engaged, yet having fun and still being able to give a message about education or doing your best or, you know, whatever the case may be for the certain schools that we did, or even, even just out in the community, you know, putting smiles on people's faces, you know, not being shy or sit back and just let the mascot do the work, but be actually part of the show. So, but yeah, so no, anyways, you guys have a great school program down there. And how many schools do you uh, attend in uh, in a season, in a year? Um, Right, well, when Robert and I were doing them, man, we were doing at least, man, I know for a fact there's about 800 and something plus schools in the greater Houston area. Man, we were doing at least in a year, uh, let's say school semester, man, at least anywhere about 100 schools if not a little more during the summer year round uh, camps uh, after school programs during the day, uh, you name it. Um, you know, and that that's all part to Robert and the school program he created came up with constructed. And then, and then him and I just over the years really gelled and, and made the show to be, you know, kind of what it is today. Yeah. Tell me about it. What, what message are you getting out there? So for, for our school shows here in Houston and then really anywhere, really, uh, it's more about uh, doing your best, uh, letting kids know that uh, education is number one. You're building your future. You know, you're you uh, you know, stay in school, whether it's say no to drugs, 
or uh, the importance of reading, our Reading Rocks program. And down here in Houston or in Texas, uh, we have a standardized testing called STAR, S-T-A-A-R. Um, so we, we, we came up with a program called Shoot for the Star. And, and uh, so we, we, we talked to the kids about why it's important to shoot for the star, how to, why, did, why it's so important to do well on tests. Man, we got an anti-bully show. It's a pride message. It's all. In fact, in fact, went to dinner the other night, Ken. Went to dinner, um, and the hostess at the front recognized me from an elementary school show that Robert and I did years ago. No way. True story. And it, it happens more times than I ever thought it would. Holy cow. Was she a student or a teacher at the time? She was a student. What? She was a student, and she recognized. She came up to me. She's like, oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. She's like, you came to my school. I said, what school is that? She said, Crespo Elementary. I said, yeah, I know exactly where that is. Like, you know, I told her where it was. She's like, she's like, I remember when you and Clutch came to my school. I said, man, that's really nice of you to remember that. I, I hope you were paying attention. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ask her how her education is going now. Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, and then a few years ago, uh, during playoffs, when we were having, um, you know, we have out, out in the front of the Toyota Center, the Rockets, uh, it's a pad party, a launch pad party. Mm-hmm. There was a young man, he was tall, he was a young man who came up, he's 18 years old and he's in college, he told me the same thing. He's like, hey, you and Clutch came to my school. And it's just, I, that was the first time I heard that and like I literally teared up because, you know, you never know what kind of impact you're leaving on kids, much less, you know, all the schools that are out here in the greater Houston area, you know? Right. Uh, so it, it made me really feel good that though the hard work and the late hours, the early mornings rising up to beat those schools and uh, and and to hear those compliments is like it's a good feeling. It really, it's a good. It really is. And in my experience, I'll tell you what: there's nothing like it. You don't know at the time. You don't know how many people are watching or listening. And later on, gosh, you, you, all of a sudden, some will come out of the blue and uh, think make you think, oh, that was all worth it. <laughs> I love it. Right. You know, that's so great. Right. Oh, and then not only that, not only that, Sarkin, uh even at games. You know, when we're entertaining, um, you know, I've got I've got parents coming up to me and say, oh, you and Clutch came to our birthday party when he was like five. And I was like, really? You know, I was like, where is he now? Oh, well, he's married now. It's like, <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, I, you guys are a great example of what the potential is for a mascot to be involved in the community. You guys do a lot of community appearances. Has it scaled back a little bit since Robert's gone? Or you kind of said back when we were, you know, with Robert and, and everything. So has it scaled back a little bit now? It it, scaled, it has. It, uh, we, we started going a different direction to where um, we want to focus more on grassroots marketing, uh, community events, um, a season ticket holder. We want to cater more to the fans who are coming to the games, who – who see the live action, the entertainment that we offer, um, sponsorships where we've got, you know, different companies here in Houston that could be a rocket sponsor. And at the same time, they like one of the programs we offer and they want to, I guess, kind of as would say, pick up the bill for it. Like, Hey, we want to, we want to sponsor clutch to go do, you know, 20 school shows, you know, um, whatever the case may be, but it, it has scaled down a little bit, but we're still busy as far as organizational wise, 
you guys are constantly going. You guys are always on the go. It sounds like. Everything. Yeah, we were at the yeah we were at the University of Houston game last night, uh, performing there. And I mean, that just does, you know, that's our local college here, and uh, they're ranked what number thirteenth, I think. But uh, it was a good game, good crowd, and we had a game the night uh, two nights before, I think it was, and there we are at a college game too. So sweet. We <laughs> you guys are all over the place. Speaking of that, how many countries have you been to now? How many times have you been out of the country? Oh man, that's funny. Uh, I would have to say I know China at least at least a dozen times. China crazy. alone, crazy, right? Never, you know. These are things. These are you see on National Geographic or you know PBS. You see stories of China, the population. Never thought I'd ever be there. And, and been there more times than I ever thought I would be. Um, we had the we had the honor to perform for the Armed Forces Entertainment Tour one year, which was in Kosovo, Sarajevo, and in London. Wow. Uh, the NBA has had us go out to Indonesia last summer for the junior NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, been to that one. Yep. Yeah. We, oh, and then South Africa. Never thought I'd be in South Africa. Uh, and did we then, do that one together? We did that one together. Yeah, we were in South Africa together. That's right. That was a good trip. That was God, a really good trip. Love that trip. Yeah, I still regret I didn't go with you guys to go see, uh, who was it, Mandela's house? Yeah. Yeah, but we went out and, and uh, saw those lions and did that little tour yeah. as well. That was good. Um, so it's been good, man. South Africa, Indonesia, I mean, and, uh, the uh, Madrid, Spain. That was another good one. Nice, I mean, yeah. Places, yeah, never thought <laughs> You know, and all thanks to the NBA, too. I mean, because, I mean, I don't see myself ever telling my wife, hey, hon, you want to go to Madrid? Well, though she probably would want to go, but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, you bringing it to her may not happen. Yeah. You uh, you going up there just on, on your own may not happen. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So for everyone listening, yes, there is a life as a, an assistant to an NBA mascot. Uh, Dominic is full time with the Rockets. And man gets to travel all over the world. So, yeah, it's it's the life of right, luxury, not, isn't it? it? It it's good. It's got its parts. Uh, <laughs> but you know, sometimes you hit the ground running. You gotta you gotta have your A game. You know, they're they're gonna fly you out there. And our as and thank you for the the, the compliment there. The NBA is gonna fly you out for All Star. Well, uh, they're gonna want you to work. You know, they gotta. So you gotta you gotta show them why you uh, do what you do, or you know, everybody likes having you around. Right. Tell me some, uh, some, just something crazy, because I know you've seen a lot. Man, we've we have. I mean, everything from school shows with these kids, how funny they are. Um, there was a, there was a time that uh, there was a time that uh, uh, you know at the end. I don't know if Robert told you anything like this, but it is funny. And at the end of our school shows, we always like to leave the whole school something: book covers, storybooks, posters, just something. Okay, but but before that. We always do a pop quiz question, two questions, kind of to re- reiterate what the message was about. Right. Well, there's one, partic- there's one particular school. It was a good show. Across the board, it's a good show. One kid got the first answer right. Ah, oh, great. Good job. Gave him. And it's usually like the nicer prize, like a clutch doll or something really nice, a, a lunchbox. Second question, kid got it right. No problem. So in order, you know, we, we wish we could give everybody something. And then I even say that in the program, you know, we wish we could give every each one of you up here to have fun with us and win a good prize. However, you know, 
we got to go. But before we leave, we're going to leave you a nice, a nice size poster. Well, everybody was excited. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody decided they're going to get something. One little girl in the front of the room, one little girl, as soon as it started dying down in the excitement, the whole, the whole cafeteria was quiet. Boo! <laughs> that was the first time Robert ever broke character. <laughs> He's in costume. He's standing next to me. He breaks character, points to that little girl and says, and that's why you're not getting one. I was like, in my mind, I was like, holy cow, he just broke character and he yelled at the girl. And so I'm on the microphone and I'm like, all right, well, boys and girls, thanks for having us. We got to go. <laughs> like, Let's wrap it up and get out of here. <laughs> right. Uh, I was like, holy cow. Love I mean, you know, it, it, it just, it, it was funny. I was, we we're in the back and we're laughing. I'm like, holy cow. Well, and of course, Robert is, you know, people knew Robert out there. It's like, oh, I wasn't going to put up with it. I was like, no, I got it. I understand, you know, but. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and just little things like that. I mean, That's we did a, uh, we did um, uh, at his games. You know, different games are themed, different things. Well, this particular night, it was our Go Green initiative, uh, Green Awareness, mm-hmm. and one of our sponsors. Uh, and we had just got done with a school show too. And Robert's like, "Hey, what are we going to do? Because we used to do, or we would do a lot of distractions behind the basket to to, to throw the opposing team fan." Opposing team from missing free throws, uh-huh. and it it amazes me with with social media how things blow up when you don't expect them to blow up. So I told I told Robert, it's like, well, it's a go green game. Why don't you wear your green clutch costume, um, and I'll paint myself green and I'll hide in the recycle bin. We did it. Paint myself green. We roll it out there. The guy goes to the free throw. He hits on top of the lid, and I pop up. I'm painted green, head to toe. The place, the place cracked up. It made so much coverage. My cousin, my cousin in Arizona, is at a bar, and he was with some buddies, and they're all like, "Hey, man, look at this guy. He looks like Oscar the Grouch." My cousin looks at the TV. They're showing the game, and my cousin's like, "Hey, that's my cousin." And like, <laughs> it, it took, like we never knew that that was going to happen, and just something simple, and how much fun we had with it. When you don't think it's going to hit, is when it hits, and then when you try to like. Oh, this is going to go viral. Nothing. Right. Right. When you force it, when you try, it doesn't happen. Right. It's always the other stuff, the stuff that you weren't expecting. Yeah. The simple and, things, too. Or it's always, it's like the stuff you don't plan on or, or practice for either. That's correct. You know? It's always the spontaneous stuff. Right. They're organic. You didn't really plan on it, and it goes viral. So I got into Dunkin'. When I started, uh, and I know I'm not the most uh, – Dunkin' Donuts? Dunk, well, no, even though they're, they're pretty good. <laughs> even though, even we, always though get, good. we always give Dominic a little bit of a, a razz here because he's got a little tummy on him. But Yeah, just a, just a little, a little. <laughs> Robert used to tell people Dominic is the most uh, athletic 5'5", five, five, uh, 280-pound guy I've ever known. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's so right. So we, we did a, that trip in Madrid, and there was a dunk team out there that we didn't know was out there. And, and it, it just, you know, when you talk about being part of the show so much, you know, I saw the dunk team out there, and I saw they had a Matt and Tramp, what they used to dunk with. And I had already, uh, you know, back here in Houston, we always do the part where I take my shirt off and I, I play a character. I play a character of the Rockets game called Rocket Man, kind of the sidekick character. Um, but in this moment, 
I noticed that the guys had the tramp, the mat and tramp. I'm like, man, I should, I should do the part where I take my shirt off. The fat guy takes a shirt off and dunks. Well, Robert signals to me in costume, and he was thinking the same thing, and we're nowhere close to each other. So I go over there and tell him, and he's trying to tell me the same thing, and then I'm like, I know, I know, I know. Well, we do it. We, we act like we get in a scuffle. He takes my shirt off. I get the ball, and I go. I hit the tramp, and I made it. And, until this, it, and even to this day, it still, it still pops up on different feeds, like the, what they call those Instagram feeds once in a while. That thing went so viral without even, again, like you just said, without us even trying. I just was dunking to be part of the show. And it goes viral because it was, um, you know, look at the, you know, the big guy bringing it down or, uh, you know, because I was a big guy and I'm dunking. And most people don't see a big guy get up like that. So, right. Uh, well, it, it was fun. Speaking of uh, some of the athletic stuff, you know, you've gotten in on that. You've gotten in on uh, some of the acts on the court. And, you know, you also dress up as well. Right. Yeah. Do you still dress up every game? Yeah, yeah. I'm still dressing up as Rocket Man, the silver yeah. suit or a black suit. Yeah. If anybody's listening, you come to Houston, let me know you were listening. And uh, <laughs> look for the guy in the silver suit, the aluminum foil, I like to call it. <laughs> right on, or right burrito, on. The burrito and the aluminum foil. <laughs> a breakfast burrito. Hey, so, go. yeah. So, um, you know, what's the, um, so people always ask me, where, how, where do I get my ideas? How do I come up with my ideas? Now, as far as you guys go, do you guys have a certain system? Do you guys get together, collaborate, and have meetings about it? Or, you know, do you bring up an idea to the new guy here, uh, which he's not that new anymore? Um, right. Third yeah, season. Third season. Yeah, okay. So this is his third season. Sweet. Yeah, so so uh, he's getting seasoned now. You know what? It, it they've they've got it to where they'll go through the whole season and they put on the board and they kind of pick and choose uh you know the whole year out and then that's where we just you know we might end up getting 20 skits for the whole year and then sometimes there'll be some ones where uh the game's full and they need that time out and so we're like yeah we're okay you know we're, we're team players do what you need to do in the same time they need clutch all right we'll come up with something uh and m- most of the things that we come up with are either uh, joint efforts. He's, you know, Lane, the performer now, you know, he sees something or he's heard something or we try to twist a, an old, an oldie but goodie or something I saw on TV or something I, I saw out in the, out in the bow. Uh, you know, we're in this industry, we're constantly working. Heck, even on my honeymoon, uh, we went to Disney World for our honeymoon and then we went to the, was it 4D or 3D Muppet show? And all the big oversized props they had hanging in the what in the waiting area. I'm looking up and just taking notes, and you know, and of course my wife's like, "You're working, aren't you?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, kind of." <laughs> so, <laughs> no, dear, I'm really interested in those Muppets. Yep. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're working on one already for next Saturday's game against OKC, and it, it, we have we have it there. We have the beginning, the middle. We're just trying to we're trying to just close it out. Like, how do we close it out? We've already even got the music. The music's perfect. Uh, but we just we just got to flush it out a little bit more. And then that's when we start asking other people's opinions. Not too many, because too many cooks in the kitchen can start having mm-hmm. problems. And everybody everybody wants you to use their idea. Right. Right. Uh-huh. So, again, it's just, it's just a matter of, you know, making sure we work together and not, uh, I'm going to do it this way, and, that, and that's just the way we're going to do it. How is it working with a performer? 
okay, so that that's that's a good question. So Lane, he was the mascot at uh, what was it out in Montana? He was Monty. Yep. There's actually there's actually quite a few guys that have come out of Montana, University of Montana. Uh, former performer Chicago Bulls, Benny uh, Barry Anderson. Yep. Yep. So one of the things he was so used to is just doing everything on his own because he didn't have a full-time assistant or a handler or whatever you want to call it. Well, the flip side is one of the things I was used to doing is always being on hand, helping Johnny on the spot. Let me get this, get that. So our first few months of working together, like he would be like, Oh, I got, I can do myself. I'm like, no, that's what I'm here for. I got it. Let's, you know, um, so just it was just the little things like that, knowing to be ready, knowing to where to be location wise, um, and and just making sure they are successful or they succeed, even even right. even back with with Robert or he, or even any of the mascots too. You never want to let them look bad, fail, or leave them hanging. I guess you could say. Yeah, you know, having a good assistant really is is key. You know, I used to have a full-time guy uh, for a long time and it really, really made a difference. It helped out so much. I think, you know, the company, <laughs> they got to a point where they're like, wait, why do we have two people working on this? And so they, they, they pulled my full-time system. So I only have a game night assistant now. Right. And it's really, it's really rough, you know, it is because and, if somebody and, always knew or could be new every some season, um, and right when you just have them kind of right where you want them, then you get somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been fortunate to have my son actually as my assistant for the last few years and he can at least read me. He can at least, uh, you know, kind of be the buffer between me and the game director be, you know, during a game when things go South or when things get, uh, you know, really excited and, you know, so I'm, saying one thing and you know he's hearing something else from the other side and you know we're trying to work together on what's going to come up next at this next hot, hot time out right things like that so you know he's actually became a, a a real good asset for me but even i i really do miss the full-time guy that that you're talking to every day you're planning skits out with you're you know having uh, that person run to the store at the last minute to, you know, hey, grab that and I'll go do this and I'll get that ready and just tag teaming everything. Correct. Having, having a second set of eyes on things, uh, you know, having somebody even at the game, just, just really knowing the background on what you were, had been working on all week or, um, or, or for this skit or whatever in the past and having them think ahead for you and just catch something, you know, just in time that really made, you know, make that skit or make that little bit that you're doing, you know, that much better. Correct. You know, helping to build props. I know you do that too. Yeah. Helping to set things out, having, you know, helping clean up, helping, you know, those things that take energy. Those are the things that nobody ever thinks about. No, and, and, and even from washing the costumes. Clothes, underclothes, sweat clothes, having the proper gear, the right set of gloves, the right shoes. The... Yeah. And as the performer, your mind, believe it or not, I mean, you're, 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 the company thinks, oh, you know what? Well, we pay him enough to take care of all this stuff. Well, 
(laughs) (laughs) As a performer, you actually don't concentrate on those details like you should. Right. I mean, if you, what makes you a performer is not those things. They're not those talents. You have other talents that you need to be concentrating on. And, you know, when you're having to be, you know, just working on all the little details or building the prop or da 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 da, you know, by yourself, it's tough. You know, oh, you're right. Some of my best skits came from having a good assistant. Some of my best half times. I've done halftime shows all by myself hmm. and they were, they were the product of my assistant and I, you know? Right. So yeah, it, it, it's, 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 it's definitely it's a real important. asset. Yeah, it is. It is. And you know, that's why it's, I, I've been fortunate enough to be uh, here as long because then what, it, what starts to happen is even other departments in the organization start seeing uh, a value, you know, they, they come to you to pick your brain about X, Y, Z, or will, or will this work? Or, um, Hey, we've got a sponsor who wants to do school shows, but they don't know how to get in contact with them. You know, things like that. Yeah. Well, see, you have passion. You have passion like the other guy. I mean, you're, you're, this is what you do. And your imagination is already in that mode. So they come to you for the ideas. Hey, what about this? Will this work? You know? Right. And, and, it, and again, it definitely helps to have now starting to have a younger generation and some, and some young, my, my three daughters on asking and picking their brains on perspectives of like, well, what about this? Or what's, it, it really does. I mean, there's never, there's never a wrong answer and there's always a safe zone of, you know, Hey, we're thinking about doing that. And somebody come back, well, that's dumb. Well then, okay. Well then you don't value what I'm trying to, you know, flush out or come up with a thought or a process or something funny. Uh, uh, yeah. And you're right. I mean, you said it best. It, I think even Rob and I together in the team, we came up some really good, funny, even to this day, uh, we've actually done some of them and they still take off huge, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure you recycle them now. Yeah. They're very, very, uh, here's what's funny. One thing with the newer generation too, that is now doing this kind of work, um, is they're very, uh, what else you got? Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? What else you got? Listen, it'll, it'll work. Trust me. (laughs) Trust me. Don't overthink this stuff. Right. Simpler the better. Yes. Trust me, it's gonna work, and I've and I've that's happened happened last year for the classic, can you know the roll for your dough where you throw an opposing team guy in the jersey and the Rockets the uh, fan in the jersey, you throw money on the carpet and they just roll around blindfolded with tape on them and get up get love that bit yeah and then you pick all the money up with the opposing team guy uh, with the tape and he gets nothing and but he flops around like a fish out of water and. Stands back up and can't figure out why he's got money. We did that uh, last season. Crowd loved it. VP of marketing loved it. Like they've seen it before, but it's our crowds. And that's what I try to tell a lot of people. I'm not, we're not coming up with skits to entertain you in the office. You know, we're entertaining the 18,000 fans. Yeah, but it's true though. Whether it's you, me, entertainment, dance people. I mean, that's part of the show. I mean, it's like we got to stop. That's why I, I get sometimes a little heated because it's like, guys, stop thinking about just you behind the camera 
44 plus games and playoffs that you've seen this. I mean, what's the uh, what's the lady the unicycle? Red Panda. Red Panda. Best halftime. Even to this day, I get nervous for her. Everybody loves her. Everybody. I don't care how many times you see her. Thank you. That's my point. And that's where that's where having an assistant can help kind of get that message across too. Not that the, not that the performer could not, but sometimes, sometimes unfortunately, performers like get looked at as well. It's just for their best interest. No, it's not. Just hear us, trust us, believe in us. See, I'm glad you said that because I have missed that extra voice. Right. I have missed having somebody in my corner that can explain it just a little bit better than I can. Or back me up. Correct. You know, because I'm so tired of being looked at like, you know, hey, this is, oh, you're just thinking about yourself here. Or, you know, I, I, I've i got a rant about that at some point uh, about <laughs> birthday. It has, a, it has to do with a, uh, my character's birthday party. I'm not saying who my character is, uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the birthday party and, you know, how – at one point, my company was like, well, you know, uh, uh, they were thinking about that this was all for me or whatever. Anyways, right. I, I can't really get into it right now. But, no, no, you're right. Uh, at some point, have... I'm going to rant about that. Right. Well, the so. quick thing is sometimes sometimes I don't uh, – people don't understand or perceive the the value in making long-time lasting sports fans, whatever, fill in the blank with whatever sports fans you are. I mean, look. Here I am, 47. We did school shows. There's two kids who still remember Clutch and I going out to do this. And there's quite a few more. There's more stories. Those are future Rockets people. Those are future yeah. Rockets because they, if they just got a tidbit of that at a school show, can you imagine what they get when they come in through the front door of the, the game itself, the product on the court? You know? Right. Right. You're, you're as a mascot, um, and as, as in, in your case, you know, you're a character in itself. You guys are actually a, a a a logo that kids can hug, right? You know, right? Or you know, laugh with or at, you know? Correct. So, yeah, that's gonna be ingrained in these kids' memories forever. Okay, Dominic, tell me about the funniest thing that's happened at a game. I I get that question all the time. What's the funniest thing that's ever happened to you at a game? And I swear there's a hundred things that come to mind, but right. Any of those that stand out? Yeah. Our previous owner, uh, it's real stuff. It's just, it was clean fun. Like, because unfortunately, uh, Robert didn't know what was going on, but he just kind of went with it. Like I, he couldn't really see, you know, his vision is not, you know, 360 or 180 because of the way this costume's designed. But, uh, we, we did a, we did a easy fun skit for a kid and, it's where I, myself and our game night helper comes and we carrying some weights to the center of the court, like some dunk, like a barbell. Um, and they're heavy. They're, the, the weights look big and they're heavy, but we're making it look like it's, you know, we're struggling. Uh, clutch tries to lift it up and, um, uh, but he struggles and he struggles. And the, the punchline is the a little kid, a little boy comes running out and, uh, lifts and carries it off the court and clutches to look at this little kid like, you son of a, are you kidding? You know, but what happened here was the owner was at the game, this one, and he got out of his seat, picked up the weight and walked off with it. Like it's nothing. (laughs) 
I'm looking at the owner. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, no, no. Put it down. Put it down. Robert had no clue what's going on because his back is towards him. So that way, you know, his front was facing the camera. We could, the little boy never got to do the bit. And everybody in the arena is cracking up, and Robert hears the laughter, so he's like, all right, something good's going on. I don't know what it is, but and by the time he turned around, it, it wasn't until literally we got to the back. It's like, Mr. Alexander picked up the weight and took it off. He took it off. So it, it, little things like that, like, oh, man, the things you plan, and you work with a little kid, and you're going to do this, and this is your cue. And then the owner goes and has fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> But what do you That's great. even as the assistant, I mean, I couldn't even run over there and like, no, put it down. Like, well, well, okay, well, we, we had to let Dominic go because he <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not that bad. It, it it was not that bad. It was it was just really funny because there's no way for me to communicate with Robert in the costume. There's no way to me to tell the owner we got a little boy coming out to do this. He well, he just wanted to be part of the show and I'm like, All right, it's your team, have at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. And you know what? If you went to if you went to him and asked him to do that, it probably would have been a no. Correct. <laughs> but uh, him doing it on his own—that's priceless. Yeah, no, that's good. good stuff, man. That kind of, yeah, that kind of makes uh, everybody lighten up and have fun. Yep, man, that's great. So well, yeah. Well, Dominic, what's the favorite? What's the what's the best part of this job for you? Oh man, you know what. It, it's probably the most cliche, like just, just having people having fun, laugh, you know, um, they look at me and they know, they know that, uh, they see me somewhere, but they can't put their finger on it quite yet. Um, adults yeah. and kids, you know, they'll look at me like, wait, you're that guy. And I just kind of lean over like, yeah, the guy with the clutch, the rocket man. Yeah. 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 And that, that just, that's a good feeling. And whether it's out, out here, man, I was buying a, I was this morning, Ken. I was buying a remote battery for the car for my wife's Honda Odyssey car, and I go into the store and buy the battery. And both the guys at the AutoZone place recognize me. You're like, man, you're kind of like a celebrity. <laughs> I'm like, man, I appreciate it, but no, man, I just, you know, I'm just babysitting that big old crazy bear on the court. Um, it's it just the gratification of having people laugh at the crazy, stupid stuff that we do. You know? Yeah. Well, you've taken a very considerable, or let's see, a considered small position and made it a big deal, made it a big thing, made it respectable, made it fun, made it recognizable. And I, I also have to tell you that I'm so impressed by the way you handle things when, you know, there's a whole bunch of us around and whatever. When you're around, I know that stuff's going to get done. I know that you're on top of things. I know that you're one step ahead and that the rest of us don't have to worry about um, the logistics of things. Right. So yeah, I always appreciate that. And I, I know that the NBA is starting to recognize that about you as well. So it's a big deal, man. And, and what, what I think this is a lesson for, uh, for kids and for even adults, you know, Hey, take, taking what you have and blowing it up, 10 times right you know, i'm a big grant cardone fan and uh he says 10x everything and this is one position that i believe i know you have 10x well thank you so and yeah yeah man and, and it shows so, i mean I, I love working with you guys and you got yeah, yeah you know i like we just had clutch's birthday last 
Friday, I think it was. And I heard, yeah. I just, I always love just showing you guys, you know, hey, I, I know you could be back home chilling, relaxing. I appreciate it. And I just want to make sure from every little thing to having water, Gatorade, Red Bull, a fruit tray, uh, something to eat, a dinner, you know, pack it up. Here's some soap. Uh, here's a, a travel kit. You know, just the little things like that. And, you know, over the years, Robert had always told me, because you guys were kind enough to say how much they've always enjoyed coming to Houston. You know, Robert was notorious for working you guys to death, uh, which was always fun for, for us. Like, all right, we got intros, and then we got one, two, and then we're quarter break, and then we're halftime, and then you break to the third, and then we got inflatables, and then we got T-shirt toss. I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> Flex cam. Flex cam, right. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that that one time. That was fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, just being able to be around a bunch of veterans like yourself and Ray and Robert and Jack and, uh, uh, Bob Wolf, you know, out in Phoenix and, um, whether it's traveling together like we did for South Africa or a clutch birthday or all-star games, you know, I enjoyed, you know, I mean, I know some of the guys that were at our birthday are going to be at all-star and literally it's like, all right, see you in a couple of weeks, you know? And they, and and I think I can say this respectfully, even though it, it you know we're on air the radio with you, but um, you guys respect me a lot to where if I'm coming in asking some y'all do it, and I I appreciate the support, and I think everybody, I think all the guys, whether birthday or uh, NBA All Star, uh, you know everybody knows like okay, you know I know we all know Dominic's trying to get stuff done, so there's a team camaraderie and a support there. Uh, you know, since now that I've been doing this for what it's my third, third NBA of where I'm in charge of the mascots. So yeah, yeah. So it's good, it's good. And it yeah. happens. Shoot, I think I fly out in what week or two? I fly out on the twelfth. Yep, I fly out on the twelfth. NBA All Star Charlotte. Here we come. <laughs> yeah, man. So I will not be there. I'll miss you. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I know you're not there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so a little inside joke there yep. but um yeah dominic man i love having you i love talking to you love hanging out with you and uh you always make me laugh i love taking pictures of you on a plane sleeping yes and or snoring <laughs> or snoring didn't you wake me snoring. up snoring man it was so <laughs> loud it was so the whole plane was turning around yes what the i remember that <laughs> Yeah, I, I forgot I about that it. kid. You were sitting right across from me, man. I was tired. You know, I was dead when I'm look. Ask my wife, people. The only two times I'm I snore is when I'm dead tired or I'm drunk. And lately, it's been a lot of <laughs> it's uh, uh, dead tired of being busy. And we were excited. I guess we were excited to come at home. I think we might even had just one little drink on the plane. Uh, it probably didn't help that I took some melatonin, but I was out. And that's all I remember. <laughs> You were out, man, for a good. I think you kept waking me up a couple times too. Yeah, I was trying to get you to stop snoring. It was so loud. <laughs> and on a plane, hey, man, when you can hear somebody rose away, <laughs> man, <laughs> God, people, uh, I feel sorry for the people right around you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were one of them, so that was good. That was good. Yep. Well, cool, so, Ken, man. Thanks, thanks for uh, having me on your show, and uh, it's fun. That was good. It was, that's. Uh, Again, it's it's been a it's been an honor and a pleasure working with all these guys and 
laughing well, like we can. Stories that we have like that. Nobody would ever know that you and I were flying back and I snored and probably kept half the plane up or, you know, stuff like, you know, whatever. Or nobody would know yep. that I got half naked in South Africa for a dance and when, you know, the commissioner. That was huge. Yeah, you remember the NBA commissioner, yep. Adam Silver, yep. came over and told me, good job? I mean, this is the commissioner NBA telling me. <laughs> Telling me that was a good job, and I was always like a little kid, like thank you, <laughs> Adam Silver. Man, he's a character too. I love the fact that he gets involved in stuff like that. He's got a good sense of humor. He does. They always tell me to stay away from him, but uh, I always, uh, I always go up and have a good time with him. Yeah, he's a good. He's he, he loves the mascots. I know that for sure. He loves the entertainment that every, all teams do. Uh, yeah. When that I still not- he stringed his I still he stringed his nephew the other day. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, after it was being funny, told after no. He com- you know, Ken, you don't know who you, – you never know, especially what we do. You never know who really knows us. You hear, yeah. you might get a little like, oh, yeah, they heard about you or whatever. But after uh, uh, Adam Silver uh, complimented me and I, I said thank you, and uh, I wanted to make him aware who, who I was, not just some, some guy. And I said uh, – I was so nervous. I didn't even say Mr. Silver. I, I just straight up Adam. This is the NBA commissioner. I'm like, I said, Adam, I said, I'm Dominic. I work for the Houston Rockets. And he's like, yeah, I know who you are. And I was like, oh, okay. He's a sharp guy, man. He's a yeah, sharp guy. He is. He pays attention. Yeah, when you don't think he is, he is. So, but yeah, uh, I met him at the uh, first time I met him was at the Olympics in uh, London. Wow. And he remembered me uh, just a little while back as well, walking through the halls. So, that's he's awesome. like, hey, I know you. Yeah. Anyways. Dominic, man, I love having you on here. Can you believe, uh, you know, you get paid for what you do, and and uh, yeah, it's a it's a good time, huh? Yeah, it we is. We work hard. We do. We, we work, work hard. hard. You work hard. Yeah, we we all do, and, and and we both we both know that when we can take some time off, like I'm doing today, uh, well, minus like honeydews, I you know right do the dishes right. and go get the car inspected, but for the most That's part, life. Home. yep. Um, but uh, no, it's 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 been a it's been a blessing. Um. You know, God rest my dad's soul. Was not with us, but I used to—I was a class clown in school, uh, C student. Uh, and Dad always used to tell me, "He's like, son, what are you, you going to be a clown all your life?" Um, and well, yeah, yeah, here so. I am. Here I am. You know, uh, but I know before he went, he was able to see me do what I do. I think he's even—he got to see a couple school shows. But nonetheless, he still—he still gets to see his crazy son do what he likes to do. Run either run around in a diaper and depends distract the other guy or be in a birthday suit for uh i mean well not naked but like in a uh, a tan suit whatever to look like i'm naked for valentine's you know cupid you name it <laughs> i do it oh man i'll tell you what for whoever's listening if you ever get a chance get to a rockets game check out dominic he's a character in himself he's a mascot all by himself and in the meantime check out youtube videos of him oh. he's great <laughs> You'll fall in love with him. I've yeah, I've loved this guy. Kid, so thanks, brother. Good good talking with you. And uh yeah, don't be a stranger. If anybody's out there listening, come on by. Rockets still got plenty of games left. Come look for the little silver short fat guy. <laughs> right on, right on, man. <laughs> Dominic, thanks for being on Between the Fur. Gotcha. Between the Fur, peace. <laughs>